0: Twenty minutes a day, 365 days a year. This is the Pack-A-Day Podcast.
1: Welcome in, everyone, to the Pack-A-Day Podcast. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us today. Uh, we are both very clearly not Andy Herman, Um <laughs> There's, there's way too much uh, not even combined. charisma and 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 sex appeal yeah. <laughs> here to to be Andy Herman between me and Monty. Uh, <laughs> uh, Andy, this is what's going to happen if you just if you let other people take over the pod for a week, buddy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just going to happen. Uh, no, I am this is Dan. Job security week.
0: That's right. This, yeah.
1: <laughs> is, <laughs> this this is a this is a like uh, like it's a wonderful life kind of thing like an alternate yeah. reality of like if you didn't exist andy herman here is what the Pack a day podcast would look like <laughs> uh i am dan conic this is my guy monty moore um we're gonna join it uh, to jump in here with you talk a little packer stuff we got some fun things uh in the packer world to talk about um re- really not anything like news related or updates like we're kind of like basically set
0: yeah, we're in the really. we're in the dead zone right now, and yeah. until literally like draft really gets going,
1: right? So we got kind of a, a fun uh, hypothetical situation or, or thing to kind of think of in terms of the Packers as we look ahead to this upcoming season. Uh, so we'll dive into that a little bit. Um, But uh, I was on last I was on last night with uh, Jacob and Jimmy Christensen. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, the Super Bowl and everything. Yeah, just, I barely, Monty, <laughs> barely. Um, <laughs> but, but uh, well, we talked a little Super Bowl and everything on that episode. So, but um, yeah, this is your first blush on on the pod post Super Bowl. What was your reaction? How did you feel going into it? How do you feel coming out of it on the other side?
0: It was. I mean, it ended up being a really good game. Obviously, I mean, it went into overtime. Like. The first half though, was so bad. It was, yeah. it, it had, it had the same kind of feeling as that, that 2018 Patriots Rams game where it, it was just so forgettable. But well, mm-hmm. that whole game ended up being forgettable, but that's, that's kind of how this one started. Um It was very interesting. I mean, it definitely seemed like early the, the Niners defense was the, the best unit on the field. I mean, they had, you know, the chiefs, look like they didn't know what they were doing on offense. So it was, I mean, they made them, pl- they made them look sloppy. And then, you know, obviously the 49ers had a pretty sloppy game also in that first half, but there were like turnovers and yeah, it just started out as being so bad that it was a tale of two different games. Cause the second half was one of the best Super Bowls we've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I,
1: they needed the overtime period to make up for. The terrible first half it, <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i i
0: understand
1: i understand like people enjoy watching like r- like defensive battles and and all of that it didn't feel like like that to me yeah if, it felt it,
0: more it, sloppy offense than it yeah did good defense to me
1: like the only offensive points scored like the only touchdown scored was Juwan Jennings throwing a, <laughs> a the wide face. receiver throwing a touchdown. A wide receiver throwing a touchdown <laughs> like that. That that right there tells you how how the offenses were working in the first half. But um, but again, congratulations to to the Chiefs. The new dynasty is here. Monty and I have both on this pod talked about how we both welcome our new uh Chief Dynasty overlords. Um, yeah, and I, I, mean... I think. Go ahead. Yeah.
0: All you you can really, like I said, you know, all you can really do is appreciate it. I mean, they're the chiefs being really good. Isn't bad for the Packers necessarily, unless they face each other in a Super Bowl. So yeah, just, you might as well embrace it.
1: And then all, all you have to do is hope you're the, the Eli Manning giants to (laughs) the Tom Brady Patriots (laughs) and be the only, be the, uh, kryptonite. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think also uh, it it should be very apropos that we send our uh, thoughts and condolences and everything to the city of Kansas City after what happened after their parade. Um, I don't think that we necessarily need to get into um, anything about that here. I don't know if that's necessarily the place, especially without Andy. Um, But I do think that uh, Monty and I have both made our – Kind of cases about that very well known publicly. And also, I'd like to commend um, the people over on uh, ESPN's NFL uh, countdown. And today, I think they had um, some really great points to illustrate that as well. And just uh, again, yeah, we're thinking about everyone in that community as well, uh, because we, all Packer fans, we've seen what it's like to get to see your team win a Super Bowl get to celebrate it, and that should just be an exclusively happy experience. So absolutely. Uh, so off of the Super Bowl stuff, kind of looking at um, the hypothetical that I threw out to you, Monty, for today's conversation. Mm-hmm. And this came to me because uh, we're recording this on Thursday night and just and in just about an hour, probably about an hour and a half. Uh, We'll have a new NCAA women's scoring leader and Caitlin Clark breaking the record tonight. Most, most likely against, uh, against Michigan. So I was thinking, well, first I was thinking like, what are the Packer records that will never be broken? (laughs) But I'm like. You got to start look. I mean, first off, like you got to look through tons of history to look to yeah to Just see. You own that. a lot of records, <laughs> but like there are so many. Once you start looking at like the passing records for Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, yeah. it's like what else? What else do you look at of stuff? Because like <laughs> pass attempts and interceptions, stuff like that. Like it's really hard to ever think any of that is gonna get get broken, even if Jordan Love comes out and plays, you know, has an amazing career. So I wanted to look at like some potential areas or records that we think people on this team currently could possibly threaten, could possibly break. We saw it last year. Uh, yeah, Jaden Reed broke broke the rookie uh, receiving record. Lucas Musgrave was, I think he came up, he came up just short, right?
0: Yeah, I don't of think the, he quite the. The tight end reception record. Yeah, yeah, was I, like, I think he finished one or two short. He I,
1: he had he needed like two receptions or something, and like thirty five yards to beat Bubba Franks's record. And yeah. I think he ended that Bears game with like one catch for yep. twelve yards or something like that. Yeah. Um. So we we know that there's there's some potent uh potent guys here. I was looking through the the record and I. Think, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure the only player right now on the team that owns a owns any share of a Packer record Mm -hmm. is most definitely Aaron Jones. Yes, um, I I think I saw he has like his name on three or four. Like he's got he's tied for most touch rushing touchdowns in a game, which he's done twice. Jim Taylor did it three times. Um, so Jones just needs one more to tie to tie that from him. But um, he, he had that. I think that was like the only one like all the other ones like it's Devante Adams. It's Aaron Rodgers. It's guys yeah. that were like just here recently. recently Mason Crosby yeah. uh, he's it's basically him and um, oh, why am I blanking on uh, Chester Markle? Chester Markle? For, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just it's him record, and Chester that's... Markle. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So do you have any kind of off the top of your head that you could think of guys that you think can make a run at any sort of, any sort of record guys that can threaten a specific record, anything come off the top of your head.
0: It, it It's very interesting to do this topic with this team too, because most of this team is just getting started. Right. Mm-hmm. So you, when you look at it from that standpoint, it's if we're, any of these names we talk about, if they get within, within, you know, like shouting distance of these records, that's great. Because that means we've seen like more long Packer careers of them drafting and developing guys that they want to keep here long-term. I think one that it will be interesting to, uh, to kind of monitor. And this only goes for, you know, if he can end up staying healthy. I think I know where you're headed with this. (laughs) I feel like Christian Watson oh, could even that's, be oh, okay. Again, like only only talking health because if you if you want to talk about receivers that will put up a ton of yardage, I mean that's his primary use on this team, and and we've seen him be able to run things that aren't just you know the nine routes down the field, but right. He's a guy that's gonna. I would argue could have the most yards per catch as a packer right just by virtue of how they want to use him
1: sure that um so i'm looking i i have done all of my research and basing all of this off of uh <laughs> the wikipedia list of packer records um so uh yards for a career any guesses on who owns the uh packer all-time yards receiving yards for a career we go career season game can you b- can you guess okay
0: um career well, i'm gonna we just say... we've turned
1: this into just trivia now yeah i was gonna say it's a good <laughs> trivia
0: episode um so total total receiving yards mm-hmm. um i mean it's got to be one of the big two right i'm gonna go without I'll, I'll go with uh i'll go with adams on this one
1: okay uh it was it's donald driver
0: oh that's mm-hmm. right of course donald yeah because he, yeah. he played forever also Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 10,137 yards. Uh so let's see, Christian Watson. Um I mean, not not a ton. <laughs> not no not many, not many uh That's,
0: my, that's my hot take. I threw it out at the right at the beginning of the episode.
1: And and I think that you know what? Like if you're talking about like if this was like a buy low, sell high kind of thing, like if you're buying <laughs> stock and players of who's gonna do it, like He's one that, you know, if they, if all of a sudden the changes that the team made this year with the strength and conditioning kind of really buckling down and figuring out what's going on with all the soft tissue issues and stuff like that. And he like flips a switch and all of a sudden Christian Watson, like you like, he just gets unlocked and unleashed they found,
0: on. They found him bionic hamstrings. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just picturing that. That's <laughs> um but he so over two years he's he's got a career total 1033 yards. So if you add av- so average that out, out do it just three, nine more times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and I mean Donald Driver uh he played for 13 13 seasons. Um I think basing off of uh what I'm seeing there I, 99 I, to 2012 yeah that sounds right 13 14 seasons so yeah it's it's all about staying healthy and it's just like this this offense is that th- this offense is based on throwing the ball around getting you know getting guys open scheming guys open and Christian Watson can already do that himself the thing that the thing that I think about with that because I thought about that of like is there a guy that could threaten any sort of reception, you know, yard total kind of thing. And the thing that held me back from that was that if this offense for the foreseeable future for, let's say the next, at least two to three years before guys start needing new contracts and stuff like that is still like spread the love around pun, I guess intended. Didn't, (laughs) didn't mean to, didn't mean to make that, but like you've got Jaden Reed, you've got, you know, you've got Wicks, you've got, uh, Musgrave and Craft, like you've got Dobbs like the, there's going to be people that sort of cannibalize each other's like numbers like this isn't Devonte Adams over the last couple of years where he's going to be the guy or it's not you know Robert Tunyon where they're scheming open the one tight end that they have <laughs> I can get your pass <laughs> right <laughs> so I that that would be the only thing that kind of holds me back from saying and obviously the health thing too but yeah if, if he gets the health thing figured out um he's your big he's your big ticket guy he's your big swing you know home run that's threat. why
0: um that that's why i'm saying right we're going yeah we're, we're projecting something crazy right who's gonna break sure. all-time record so i'm like i might as well go with a crazy guess i like that it might take something like that right like something just yeah no one saw Donald driver coming and that, at this point at this point it feels like no one will believe Christian Watson will stay healthy so we'll have to surprise everybody
1: yeah um so another one that i was looking at here and i this isn't crazy at all but uh this is one that i think we should probably be on oh never mind i completely read this wrong i oh. <laughs> i was looking i was looking at the rushing leaders and i'm like Aaron Jones is only like 600 yards behind. No. <laughs> the thing I'm like that doesn't sound right but man like he no I'm looking at attempts like I'm looking at rushing attempts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> I'm like man like I didn't think Aaron Jones had that many. Uh well let let me ask you this question then. So obviously Aaron Jones number 3 who is the top rushing leaders for for the I I know it's among green. Number 1. Number 1 yeah, it's Green. Yeah. On um can you guess number 2 cuz like now you start throwing in all of these you've got all the Lombardi Packers of guys yep. who were running the ball throw in you know the 90s with you know you got Dorsey Levins and uh Ryan Grant in
0: 2000s Feels like it's Jim Taylor.
1: It is Jim Taylor. Yeah. It is Jim Taylor. Uh Amon Green only uh the gap between Amon Green and Jim Taylor uh only about a hundred and ten, hundred and fifteen yards okay. between them. So just one good game from Amon Green was yeah. enough. Uh but Jim Taylor did it in about forty, forty less games. Um so yeah I was trying to think about I was trying to think about one for me and I was I'm actually kind of looking uh defensively um, so wait, how
0: how many yards away was was Aaron Jones? By the way,
1: oh, he's like three thousand yards. Yeah, I was gonna say, he's like I know three thousand yards away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's Amon Green with eight thousand three hundred three, eight thousand three hundred twenty-two. Jim Taylor with eight thousand two hundred seven, and then Aaron. I guess actually, a little. It's a closer than that. It's five thousand nine hundred forty. So like roughly about like two like twenty five hundred.
0: Three hundred Aaron Jones games worth of yards yeah. with the amount of touches he gets.
1: <laughs> if we can, if we can have a whole season where he gets to play in Dallas exclusively, yeah, exactly. He will, he will break, he will break the rushing record. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like I was looking defensively, um, tackles for a career as a Packer is my guy, AJ Hawk. I I am a huge AJ Hawk stan. I know a lot of people out there are are not. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know there was a lot of anti AJ Hawk uh, sentiment out there, but I I really I really do truly believe that Quay Walker again if he can stay healthy. That's another one. If he can stay healthy, he's a good enough player. And I think as as the Super Bowl window kind of opens up for the Packers, Mm -hmm. you've got your offense figured out, basically, for the next couple of years. Defensively moving forward, if you tell me, pick a guy that you're building your defense around, quay walker kind of stands out from the crowd to me
0: yeah for sure i mean and now that they're you know going to be moving into you know base is a a word more than it is a concept right now but more of a four three
1: he's obviously gonna
0: he's obviously gonna be that guy in the middle so he's he's gonna get a lot more opportunities um yeah, I mean, I think he can be really, really good. And like you said, a guy you build your defense around. He's certainly the most one of the more one of the most athletic linebackers they've had in a really long time. Um, meaning, especially playing inside linebacker. So, it, if, if there's anybody that you know, what people always said about AJ Hawk was, yeah, he made a lot of tackles, but they're all five yards past line of scrimmage, right? <laughs> so it's, it, yeah. It, in in this type of defense, you get those type of opportunities to make that many tackles, but hopefully Quay Walker makes them a little bit closer to the line of scrimmage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that
1: that I I like I understand I understand that sentiment of yes, AJ 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 was more of that early two thousands sort of linebacker that kind of got caught in the the yeah. newer, faster uh you know. NFL that he really maybe wasn't as prepared for or fit into while well, he's more of that traditional, <laughs> like, you know,
0: he's like, Hey, you they, know, changed, like, they changed the rules on me. What the hell?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, But like, it's, it's for Quay Walker. It's just that he's, he's one of the youngest guys on the team. And to mm-hmm. see the jump that he made from last year to this year, just screams like, like I said, like captain. Guy that's going to orchestrate this defense. That's what A.J. Hawk did pretty well, too. Like, you know, say what you want about the, you know, tackling five yards, pass line of scrimmage. All the guy did was basically show up every week, and when somebody got near him, tackled him, and put everybody (laughs) else in the position that they needed to be. He ran the systems for everybody else. Like, yeah. just, like look at what happened after he retires. You, you, you know, you've got Jake Martinez, you got Blake Martinez. Like you've got like all, like Jake,
0: they, Ryan. they never
1: Jake, Jake Ryan. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah. Like <laughs> that you've got, you've got all these guys that kind of, you know, flow in and out and there's, there's nobody there to anchor it. And we didn't really see, yeah. Yeah. We didn't really see an anchoring in the middle of this defense until Uh, Devondre Campbell two years ago, and now they've almost done the draft and develop thing with Quay Walker. Of he gets to spend like basically a year, kind of seeing what it's like in the NFL, seeing how Devondre Campbell runs this defense. And then last year, as you know, Quay Walker and um, Isaiah McDuffie kind of took over as the two mainstays, really in the middle there. Quay Walker took over. Those
0: looked looked better when it was the the two of them.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Um, And I mean, so Quay Walker, right now, career-wise, he is sitting at two hundred and thirty-nine tackles. Oh, he's basically there. I mean, (laughs) I mean, mean, when you think about it, like he, so AJ Hawk played for nine years, nine ten years with the Packers. He's he's basically sort of on track who uh, A.J. Hawk finished with 1,020 tackles, sitting at just about 225, 250 almost, you're kind of on that pace to threaten the career tackles. And and again, like you mentioned, Christian Watson, if he can stay healthy, if they can figure that out, Quay Walker can stay healthy and play two or three more games a season. I think, what did he, he missed, uh, oh, he only missed three games last season didn't yeah. it feel
0: like quay walker missed more games than that because every every game he wasn't in the defense looked so much slower yeah. <laughs> it, every game felt like two games yeah
1: <laughs> and you know what i guess maybe too that that stat might be misleading because like he maybe i think there was a couple of games definitely a couple of games where he started and played but yeah. didn't finish and like le- finish. left left early because of the injury stuff but yeah if if he can get that and stay healthy the you know the ceiling is the roof for for quay walker i think he becomes he becomes a guy that we start looking at of like this is this is our this is the uh who's the devin white for yeah for the for the um for the bucks he's our luke Kuechly. like this is the guy and it's been so long since we had that guy you know
0: um oh, i mean yeah if he like just to like cap that off like those guys that you mentioned like he he could be a fred warner he could be a like you said Devin white but it's not necessarily that he will be exactly as good as those guys but he has the traits to be able to do yeah. what they do for their defenses it just it remains to be seen how high of a level he'll do them at
1: yeah yeah that's that's a good point is yeah he just it's it's all about the potential right? Yeah. Like that's how it was. When the Christian Watson with him, that's, that's, that's what it is. It, it's that they have the potential to, to do it. Um, so I, I want to touch on this, on this too now, because we talked about the kicking records. Do you think <laughs> Anders Carlson has a chance? <laughs> can we, can we look at Anders Carlson this year objectively and say he has the potential to, change it around to turn around and threaten any of the kicking records i any of I, it there's it's mason crosby it's chester markle it's ryan longwell like it does is there any chance we think
0: i want i went on the world's like most fragile limb with my first one so i can't <laughs> i can't say yes to this one on <laughs> and carlson
1: is a bridge too far
0: yeah, I gotta keep I've gotta keep one foot in real in realism. Um <laughs> yeah, I I don't think he's gonna break the kicking record, but I do think he's better than he was this year. Like I, I think he'll get more consistent. Like, I mean, his leg is huge, which is so if you wanna predict anything, sure. Will he will he kick the longest field goal? I was just thinking that.
1: Because, because you're right. Like that's kind of the thing is like, he probably doesn't break any of the, I, how, how lucky do you get by getting another, you know, 16, yeah. 17 year veteran kicker on, on your roster.
0: We so already got, probably... the, we already got a hall of fame quarterback that that we got again. So we can't <laughs> also get another hall of fame kicker.
1: We can have it all. We can have it all. <laughs> um. But yeah, like there's some of these, like, attempts in a season or attempts like in a in a game that's just not how the nfl's played anymore
0: yeah you know like what is is the attempts in a game record
1: so attempts in a game actually well okay hold on dan shut up you don't know anything (laughs) because the attempts in a game record was set not but three years ago really by mason crosby seven and i think if it doesn't say the date but i i'm pretty sure yeah what the hell game was that i think that was the game in detroit where he missed like three field goals he made like he must have made like four but remember he had like he had like no that was that was
0: before that because the the the, wasn't the 2021 game the 2021 game is the one where they threw the sh- the pass to Bakhtiari in the end zone that got intercepted.
1: Oh, wasn't that last year? Oh, you're
0: right. Yeah, that was that was well, last 2020. Year. Yeah, that so was 2022. 20, so
1: 2021. So 2021 would have been the year that they went and lost because they rested the starters.
0: Right. I, yeah, I do not remember like, him kicking. What? seven Okay. Field goals.
1: Now I need. Okay. Now I need to look up the. <laughs> Um, but so so the the point I was trying to make was that offenses typically don't find themselves in situations where they're kicking seven field seven goals in a game. <laughs> um so I don't I don't think we see that happen from him, but you mentioned the Longest field goal, and it's kind of apropos because we're coming off of a Super Bowl that not once but twice had NFL. <laughs> that was hilarious. That was so hilarious. Like I, I felt like, so like hey, you
0: owned an you owned an NFL <laughs> record for three hours. For
1: three, not even three hours. I know. Yeah, it wasn't even the length of a Marvel movie. For I don't an guess. hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and not only that, but you ended up losing like that. Like that's that's what it was. Like you, can't, you can't even take home like the consolation prize of like, hey, at least, you know, I I got something. They'll they'll never take this from me. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, okay, I'm trying to go back here and look. 2021. Man, what game would this have been? Oh. Oh, wait, was it the... I think it was the Bengals game, the Bengals overtime game.
0: Oh, of course,
1: where, where he and there were Ryan both kickers <laughs> missing every
0: single field oh, uh, That was okay. You know why we don't it remember that game? Because I swore that game was a fever dream, and that 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 <laughs> tracks. That was that was wild. Because what threw me off is when you said it was the one of the Lions games, and I was like, I definitely don't remember.
1: Yeah. Okay, th- it was it was this game. Mason Crosby seven field goal attempts, four made.
0: That oh, man, that <laughs> game was insane.
1: And uh, Evan Evan McPherson missed both of his field goals. He didn't have us. He didn't make either. I I thought he I thought he had at least one from that game, but no, he missed both of those field goals that could have been could have been game winners. But yeah, remember the, the one he
0: thought he made and he started celebrating. Oh yeah, he started celebrating. <laughs> yeah,
1: that was. As a as a registered Bengal hater, I really enjoyed oh, the hell yeah. out of that. Um, but can you guess within within a yard? I'll give you a yard either way, longest field goal by Mason Crosby. It was on October twenty third, twenty eleven. I'm gonna go back and, and find find that I'll... season
0: now. I know he's kicked a ton of like fifty fours and fifty fives. Mm-hmm. I know he's kicked a fifty six. Um, I'll say fifty eight
1: on the nose. Okay, fifty eight yards. So twenty eleven on October twenty third. Can you guess the opponents? It Oof. was an away game. Okay. Um, and it was indoors, which you probably may have maybe uh, oh, added to why they went for or why they went for such a long one.
0: Was it in? Was it in Minnesota? Yes, it was. It okay, was I, at Minnesota. <laughs> I, I because I do I do remember that year. Against the Vikings, he made a really long kick. I didn't remember it being that kick, but he kicked the fifty-eight
1: yard field goal and the closing seconds of the third the third quarter. Ironically enough, the kicker for the Vikings, Mr. Ryan Longwell. Still oh, that's right. Yeah, he was still there. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. If you want if you want any if you want any insight into how my brain works for anyone watching. I didn't remember that Donald Driver was the all-time receiving yards leader for <laughs> the Packers. Knew, but <laughs> you knew almost down to the
1: play. <laughs> Mason Crosby, Mason
0: Crosby's longest field goal,
1: longest field goal ever made. <laughs> <laughs> Which can you believe? Like, so that was 2011. Ryan Longwell was in Minnesota.
0: He was there a long time.
1: Six years. That was yeah. his last year in Minnesota. Six
0: years.
1: Yeah, he was there a while. Yeah. Wow. I the only thing the thing that will always stick out to me about Ryan Longwell is my sister had the biggest crush on him. And my dad <laughs> on down Ryan Longwell. Ryan Longwell. <laughs> tracked down my dad, tracked I think down I've a Ryan heard Longwell. She tracked he tracked down a Ryan Longwell jersey for for Christmas. And um the following year we drafted Mason Crosby. And <laughs> And he was gone. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad was so, so upset. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, all right. Well, I think that's, you know, without like breaking down long, the, the only one, the only one that ever else sticks out to me about Packers records is that, because I, I got to interview Mike Hyde a couple times and he was with the Packers. Mm-hmm. And the thing that, the thing that I noticed with him is that, he and I think he still does. I need to look up. I'm trying to like look through the, the Packers Media Guide <laughs> and see if I can find it quick. Um but Micah Hyde had was tied for the most um punt returns for a touchdown
0: with two. really okay. Yeah, I was gonna say was, I don't, I, don't I, I I could remember like the two off the top of my head because they were they were both really, really big plays.
1: Right. It was oh, oh come on, come on, come on. Uh well, okay, really quick. Uh, here's one that I just found. Can you guess who has the most punt fair catches in <laughs> no.
0: history? Those, I have no idea.
1: It's Willie Wood. Really? Willie Wood has the most fair catches. <laughs> <In> Packer history.
0: <laughs> That's a very um, obscure record. I mean, I've, everything has to get tracked, but
1: right. So there are three. There are three players. I just found it. Three players who are tied for most punt return touchdowns in a Packer career, and they are all post. They're all Brett Favre era and onward.
0: Okay. I know I know for a fact one is Will Blackman.
1: One is def- yeah, one is definitely Will Blackman and then obviously Micah Hyde. Micah Hyde. Can you guess the other one? It's one that it's staring at you right in the face.
0: Is it Is it Desmond Howard? It is Desmond Howard. Okay, yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, if you're talking if you're talking return records, he's he's got to be he's always in there. So. And he
1: and the thing with Desmond Howard is he did he did all of that in one season in the 96 season. Yeah. He had three punt return touchdowns in and then the 96 season. Micah, Micah and, Micah and Will Blackman did it over, did it over the course of uh of their career. Um, but you know, if you want to talk about one, like Jaden Reed could start develop. I, I think Jaden Reed is going to be special. And I think, uh, I think he could, he could eke out something. He could eat oh yeah. There.
0: It wouldn't surprise me if Jaden Reed had two punt return touchdowns
1: by the end of his like,
0: career. Yeah. Yeah. Like obviously it's a bigger undertaking than we're making it sound, but just like you said, I mean, he's really good with the ball in his hands and he's right now there has been their primary punt returner. So like he's getting the yeah. chances, the more valuable he gets on offense though. We'll see See that chances he still gets. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking was like, you know, it's, it's one of those like, cause that's, I mean, that's what happened with Micah Hyde is he started to become a little bit too valuable on the defensive side and they had to, they, they started moving him away from, from the punt return, from the punt return duties. Um, They should have kept him as he should still be a Packer. He should have like (laughs) seven punt return touchdowns by this point now. Um, Okay. But yeah, I think.
0: Call your shot. Call your shot right now. Is he gonna, is he coming back to the Packers? Micah Hyde. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I don't no, think so.
1: <laughs> I got, I wish God that's, that yeah. is a, that is a sliding door in my life. They that... need,
0: they need like five safeties, but I don't think he's going to be one of them. I
1: know. I know. I think honestly, I, I do think, I I don't think Micah Hyde from what I've, from what I know about him as a person, cause I got to know him just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he has a necessarily a grudge against Green Bay. And I know that he probably understands, well, he definitely understands that this is a different organization now than what it was when, when Ted Thompson was here. And I think sure. he also yeah. probably understands, um, kind of some of the history about the Ted Thompson era there at the end with the cognitive stuff. And I think <laughs> that had a little bit to do with it, but Mike has developed himself into like a mainstay there mm-hmm. in Buffalo. And Mike is a pretty loyal guy. I feel like, I think he'll he wants to do something special in in uh, in Buffalo, but we'll see, man. Gosh, I would don't tempt me with a good time with that, man. I would I would I would do some things to get <laughs> to get him get him back in in uh, in green and gold, man. Uh well I I think that's I think it's about as deep as we can go like we I mean we could like start really diving into some stuff and we could go like another hour but I think we've I think we covered this pretty good. Yeah,
0: we we went offense, defense and special teams. So Yeah, oh wow. Complete yeah, game. Did. I didn't <laughs> I didn't
1: mean to do that but yeah, that <laughs> That totally I I think we did uh let's call this let's call this the AJ Hawk of Packaday Podcast episodes. We did just <laughs> enough to hold the ground. <laughs>
0: We didn't impress anger. anyone. Oh,
1: we didn't impress anybody, but I don't think we let anybody down. I don't. Right. I don't think. I don't think. Uh, you know, we're gonna get replaced anytime soon. But we did. Uh,
0: we did what we were supposed to do, and it was enjoyable to watch. Exactly. Hopefully, <laughs>
1: uh, Andy should be back uh, soon. Hopefully, uh, I know he's dealing with a lot of stuff. Uh, I mean, everybody, you and me, Mont Jesus, Monty. Like it's it's been a mash ward the Packaday podcast. <laughs> it feels like.
0: Yeah everybody's been sick. It's been ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Uh, so thank you everyone that stopped by to listen. Um, Monty, if uh, people want to find you out in the, out in the world, where can they do that?
0: Uh, sure. Absolutely. You can find me on Twitter. I am at for F E R D underscore t u r d e s o n. Cool. And uh, yeah, you can follow me as well
1: on Twitter at DK all the way. All of our stuff is, is always out there out in the world. Um, uh, Monty, and I, and as well as uh, Camille, hopefully, will be, uh, She again, she's on the mend today. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully uh, we'll be back next Friday, normal podcast stuff. Andy will be back here on the YouTube side, hopefully, by then. Start really diving into a little bit more of that draft content as well. So subscribe, like, follow everywhere else. Uh, let the people in your life know that they should be following the only 365-day-a-year pack of podcasts out there. Thank you again for listening, everybody. And as always, Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go.